What's going on, Cyclones fans? Jake Sentholz with you again for another episode of Inside Cyclones Hockey. Uh, I don't have a ton for you off the bat here. I know I promised you last week a quick run-through, uh, or more of an in-depth run-through, actually, of some players that we've signed and uh, some more firm uh, roster spots, things like that. Uh, I'm going to give it one more episode to really get some things solidified, uh, really be able to do my homework and uh, get you the proper information on those great skaters. But we do get a bit of a roster update from head coach Colin Bailey and a bunch of other great things that we talk about. Exciting things coming up with Zach Surway as well. Uh, so we'll get more into detail with that as we move on here throughout the podcast episode. We also will be bringing you uh, all of the ownership group coming up here in the coming episodes. It's a very busy time of the offseason right now, uh, both family-wise, job-wise, and otherwise for everybody involved. Uh, so we were not able to get you an interview here on this episode, but they are coming up in the very near near future. So continue to come back and continue to look forward to those episodes. Uh, but for now, uh, that's pretty much all I got for you right off the bat here. It is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, although we do go in depth, like I said, with Zach Surway and a nice little uh, segment with head coach Colin Bailey as well. But uh, other than that, we're going to get you through here and get you off to your 4th of July weekend. And speaking of 4th of July, um, it is Tuesday already as we release this. So you're going to have to hurry up and contact uh, the Diggers hotline if you are planning on doing any last minute adjustments or any last minute projects to get your yard ready for the 4th of July. You know, maybe you're putting in a new uh, fire pit. Maybe you're putting in a new deck. Um, maybe you're digging in uh, for posts uh, to put up something to to improve the yard. Who knows what it is? Uh, no matter what you're working on, you have to call Diggers Hotline. Uh, you may or may not know this, but it is a law in Wisconsin that before you do any sort of project with digging, you need to contact Diggers Hotline, and you can do so simply by dialing 811 on any phone here in Wisconsin or visiting diggershotline.com. Diggers Hotline is not just for professional excavators with you know big backhoes and uh, uh, professional uh, projects being done. No, it is for anybody that uh, needs to do any sort of yard work, any digging, even if it's just with a simple little shovel. You don't want to be the one responsible for, uh, you know, knocking out your neighbor's cable here on 4th of July weekend. So just make sure you contact Diggers Hotline. They're going to come out ASAP. They do need up to three business days. So as I mentioned, if you're planning on doing something here on Friday or Saturday to prepare for the 4th of July, make sure you're contacting them as soon as you get done listening to this episode of Inside Cyclones Hockey. Make sure you're following the Cyclones across all, uh, each and every platform, social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us all there at Wausau Cyclones. All right. Hope everybody has a fantastic 4th of July weekend. Make sure you stick around. Got two great interviews for you coming up right after this. Thinking about upgrading your windows and doors this spring? There's no better place than with our partners at Exquisite Windows and Doors. To request an absolutely free quote, visit exquisitewindowsanddoors.com. And welcome back, Cyclones fans. Joining me again this morning, as always, it is Director of Business Operations, Zach Surway. And uh, Zach, I know we got uh, some exciting things to talk about this morning, including some details on the schedule. Uh, maybe we'll get to a little 4th of July plans at the end. Uh, but I, I got to start right where we ended our last uh, time that we talked. Stanley Cup playoffs, man. I was watching last night. I got my heart broken. I drove down to Dubuque, Iowa last week, put down a pretty big bet on the Knights to win that series. 
And not only did they lose, they lost without flurry even on the ice. So I guess I'm cheering for the Canadians now all in. Yeah, it's uh, that was a heck of a heck of a series. I think uh, the thing that's kind of crazy is I was actually looking this morning here, and they're saying that, which actually really kind of sad. Uh, the Canadians they're only gonna be allowing in. I think it's only like 3,500 fans to the uh, the three Stanley Cup final games. Yeah, and that's actually up quite a bit from. I think they started the playoffs with zero, and then they bumped it up to like 1,500. And I believe that's about what was in the building last night was somewhere between 15 and 1800. So they are doubling capacity, but it's still almost nothing. And that's just bad luck for the Canadians and uh, Canadians fans and just Canadian people in general. I mean, first Stanley cup appearance by a Canadian team since 2011, you're not even allowed to have people in the building. Really? That's just too bad. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that it'll be interesting to watch in the Stanley cup final will be, uh, obviously the home ice advantage um, on who they play. I mean, essentially, obviously no, no home field or home ice advantage for them at all. That's for sure. No, definitely not. But I mean, the way they've been playing right now and Caulfield is just four goals in the series against the Knights. I mean, Knights really didn't give up that many goals overall in the series and Caulfield had four of them just incredible. But um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with flurry now coming up either. It's very interesting because he played – he was the number one guy all season, obviously. Played phenomenally. Vesna Bez, uh, candidate. And then just a couple unfortunate bounces. He ends up getting benched by DeBoer, and now the season's over. So I really don't know where the Knights are going to go uh, in between the pipes coming up in the next uh, couple seasons here. I guess I think, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think that's always interesting in hockey. It's kind of like that in – across even a lot of sports is sometimes you get into those big situations and they pull what's kind of got you there, which I really don't think makes a whole lot of sense to, to do that in those different type of cases. If you're going to go down with someone that's not performing, you're going to go down either way. So uh, I think it's, it's kind of a head scratch, at least for me, when people in coaching staffs kind of decide to, to go about those different things that way. Yeah, when they go away from exactly their bread and butter. And again, I've been saying it. I don't have anything like against Robin Leonard. People think I, I hate on him. I just love Flurry so much. And I want to see him finish out his, his incredible year, you know, one of the best years of his career at like 36 years old or whatever he is. And you don't even give him a chance to make it right at the end. It's, I don't know. It, it, it bothered me. But anyway, they lost the series. I lost my money. And now hopefully the Canadians can uh, finish the deal in the finals. But uh, anyway, back to uh, that's that's a little NHL talk. But back to the NA3HL because um, this is a Cyclones podcast, and we do have a lot of Cyclones uh, exciting news coming up, as I stated off the top. Um, and let's start with what we know about the schedule. I know you got kind of the schedule matrix, and you do have some updates. Obviously, we we can't release the full schedule quite yet, but can you give us some little uh, details? some uh, little um, hints as to maybe a team that we're going to be seeing quite a bit this season. Is there anybody new and unfamiliar on the ro- or on the uh, schedule rather? Um, tell us what you can about this upcoming schedule here for the Cyclones. For sure. So um, right now in terms of the, the schedule matrix and how it's looking out for our opponents, uh, I mean, off the top, one of the things that's really exciting to be back is the 
um, the showcase, uh, the NA3HL showcase in Blaine, Minnesota, which will be happening um, just before Christmas there, or three-day stretch. So we get an opportunity to play three out-of-division opponents. Normally it happens, they match up. Um, obviously teams with that aren't in the either the Central or the West Division, so we'll be playing teams out in the South Division, East Division, or Frontier Division uh, and see kind of how we stack up across those teams um, in the NA3HL. Um, in terms of the, the matrix itself for in-division opponents, across our schedule, so we'll be playing 47 total home games, or uh, I'm sorry, 47 total games. Uh, three games at the showcase and then 22 home games and 22 road games. Um, we'll be playing our, all of our central opponents. So that's the Milwaukee Power, Oregon Tradesmen, Peoria Mustangs, Rochester Grizzlies, and St. Louis Junior Blues. We'll be playing each of those opponents four times uh, at home and then four times on the road uh, with that. So that with that total number there of five opponents at the eight, that gets us to 40. Uh, so then we have four other games that we'll have against a West division opponent. Um, so the outer division opponent this year will be the Wilmer Warhawks. So we'll play a, a series, a two game series with them at home and then a two game series on the road over in Minnesota this upcoming year. Well, and historically when the franchise was the river wolves, uh, Wilmar was actually a team that we played pretty competitively across the board almost every time. Always seemed to have pretty good matchups there. So I'm already looking forward to those games. But, man, when you said 45 home games or whatever you said, I was like, oh, boy, I'm going to have myself a busy winter. But uh, it is 45 or 47 total games. Um, yep. And, 22 uh, total home games. And it actually it's going to break out fairly evenly, as you know, um, over the course of October through March, it runs out to about four to five home games per month. Yep, yep. And um, hopefully this year, not going to have to reschedule any of those or move any around, unlike last year where we saw an entire almost like month and a half stretch where there was only a handful of home games. Shouldn't have to worry about that this year as a fan. So make sure you are uh, keeping your eyes out for the full schedule when that gets released. And Zach, a great place to uh, keep updated with that and see the schedule as early as possible is probably in that newsletter, right? Yep. Uh, again, remind fans that maybe uh, didn't hear us talk about it in previous episodes of the podcast. Uh, how can they sign up for our newsletter and what kind of things is it going to provide to them straight to their email? Yeah, so if uh, fans want to really find out whether it's the schedule, different player signings, promotions that are upcoming, um, all they need to do to find those things out is go to wasslawcyclones.com backslash newsletter, and they can sign up right there. And like you said, they'll get um, all those details right to their inbox and helps people stay informed of, of what's going on within Cyclones Hockey. And um, for me personally, I, uh, it's it's easy way um, across different things that I follow Uh you know, to just stay informed on, on what's going on. And so you don't miss a thing or promotion that's, that's happening over the course of the year. Yeah. I love newsletters, man. Like there's no harm, you know, you sign up for one and uh, at worst, you know, it's another email coming to you at best. It's a great resource that you can uh, use without having to hunt down any information. Uh, yeah. One of the websites I work for, I'm part of the team that we send out uh, 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 five days a week. 
we send out a newsletter and we always get great feedback and great response. Mm -hmm. And um, we're open to ideas too. If there's anything out there that you guys want to make sure that we include or uh, any, any suggestions for the newsletter, please send them our way as well. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing that's important at least to note on our end of with the Cyclones newsletter is we don't necessarily um, uh, send a newsletter out. I know there's, seems like there's some companies, I know one that I'm signed up through MLB uh, Major League Baseball, it seems like they send three newsletters out a day through the different things that they have. But we uh, we only send out, normally average those out just about one per week. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, a lot of people get a ton of different emails. So we don't like to inundate people and kind of take it when we uh, um, send something out that it's valuable and it's just not something off the cuff and um it's has a lot of detail in that newsletter um and that one option per week exactly valuable information and relevant information as well yeah i'm I'm with you there three days or three times a day probably way too much um and there's simply just not that much that we have to to uh send out so once once a week seems like a pretty perfect uh recipe there so Again, um, head to the uh, head to the website backslash newsletter and get yourself signed up. But you're not going to want to miss out on those, especially the closer we get to the season starting. Zach, you did mention um, promotions is one of the things that's going to be kept updated in the newsletter. Uh, can you give us a little sneak preview on what some of the maybe specific prom- promotions are going to be for this 2021-22 season? Yeah, so some of the, we don't have any, obviously, dates to announce as we get our schedule. Um, We'll have that later in September, but some of the things that fans can expect to see over the course of the the upcoming season is our Military Appreciation Night. Um, Backed by popular demand, as you know, Jake, will be the $2 beer nights uh, presented by our great partners at Budweiser. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had some additional uh, sponsors come on board, and one of the things that as you know, too, is uh, with our fan bases connecting with the youth in the community, whether it's youth hockey or the different schools in the area. Um, So we will have a couple games where they'll get um, ticket specials uh, relating to different categories uh, within youth hockey um, and then even uh, just a kids free game uh, as well. Different giveaways presented by uh, Pizza Ranch. We're looking at a socks giveaway with them. Um, a pint glass giveaway presented by Bud Light. And then, uh, of course, one of the, the most fan favorite across the course of the season, the Teddy Bear Toss, again, will be presented by Culver's. We're working on a, a giveaway um, finalizing f- with Fleet Farm. And then, of course, always to wrap off the, the season, uh, fan appreciation. We'll have a, a ton of different giveaways over the course of the season. So that's just a little snippet. There's obviously a ton more in the planning process that we go over the next couple months here and we get geared up for the season, but uh, it's looking like it's going to be a fun, uh, exciting year of Cyclones hockey. And man, I really hope that those pint glasses become a staple of Cyclones hockey every year. Um, we started it last year and I think it went over extremely well. Those are really nice glasses and, uh, going to have obviously a new logo, new design, uh, if you come get your pint glass this year. So uh, I'm looking forward to that already. And Zach, I know it was obviously, um, impossible to do last year and obviously still some things in the works, but might there be another or some plans in the making for a skate with the Cyclones night? Yeah, those are um, some of the different things that we're 
we're looking at with some of the different relationships with some of our sponsors. And as we go through uh, these next uh, two months here, we'll kind of um, come to a final finalization on those. And um, definitely it'll be a, an action packed uh, winter at Marathon Park. So there you go. Uh, tons of ways to get involved yourself and get the youth involved as well. Uh, let's see. Last thing that I think we want to talk about here is the uh, season ticket and flex plans. Uh, I know there's not too much new information, but always valuable to uh, remind the listeners um, where they can get season tickets, what kind of packages we offer, things like that. Yeah, so fans can uh, look to expect some information regarding season tickets and flex plans, as well as group tickets upcoming uh, next month, uh, as about the same time as we release the uh, schedule um, after approval from the NA3HL. So next month is going to be a busy month with the schedule dropping, all kinds of ticket information releasing, and um, as we get closer to the season, it's, uh, it's planning to, uh, to be a fun and exciting one. That's for sure. So there we go. Um, and as always, anything that we talk about, you know, further information, uh, can be found either on the website or by reaching out to Zach. Uh, but just give us another month or so. We're going to have, uh, way more for you to digest and moving forward. And, uh, you could start already planning your season tickets, plan your group outings, things like that as we move forward into the fall. I mean, we, we say it every time it feels like, but the off season flies by. I mean, as we record this, it's the end of June and we're already looking forward to the 4th of July this coming Sunday. Can you believe that Zach? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's actually basically, I mean, the midway point, I always look at 4th of July as the midway point of the summer and um, things are starting to turn to, to get to that fall and hockey being back. So um, 4th of July is always the exciting time of, of, uh, year for people celebrate, uh, the great US of a, and, uh, it should be a, should be a fun weekend for sure. Yeah. And I'm thinking this year might be an extra special, special celebration, or maybe your party is going to be twice as big as it was last year. Who knows? But, uh, 4th of July should be a great time for everybody. It falls on a Sunday. So not the worst day it could be on, but, um, it, I, I'm not sure. Does anybody ever get Monday, Monday, the fifth off if it falls on a Sunday? I don't think that's a thing, is it? Um, I don't know. Maybe if you're a government employee. <laughs> yeah, probably. maybe. But uh, for those of us who work for the Cyclones, we'll probably be back in the office working real hard. Right, Zach? Never stops. Never, Never stops. stops. Really. Never stops. So uh, what what are you doing before I let you go? What are you doing? Fourth uh, of July? Are you heading up to the cabin? You hanging out with the fam? What, what's the. What's yeah, I'll plan? be heading up uh, to the cabin, actually past your neck of the woods over uh, to Pickerel. I'll be heading up there and should be a fun time. Uh, I don't think anything quite beats uh, summer at the lake, so that'll be a fun time and um, looking forward to a couple days up there. So anything you got planned? No, Jake? man, maybe maybe I'll come. I mean, Pickerel's about 20 minutes from my parents' house, so maybe I'll come you know, <laughs> scout the area and try and find you, hunt you down. But um no, Maybe, I really got. I think Jake, you might have to be working to make up for that bet for uh, you placed in Dubuque, right? Oh yeah, you know you're probably right. Or I just got to find you know find a bet that pays. But no, it's uh, I I'm over it already. You know, I budgeted it out. I was like, if I lose this, I lose it. But I don't think I'm going to lose it. Well, I lost it. So I don't know. Maybe I just got to drink a little bit less beer on Fourth of July or something. Save twenty bucks there. 
But uh, I, I, I'm thinking maybe uh, find a boat, have a few beers, maybe hit the golf course. It's always so hot around 4th of July, though, but I've hardly gotten out golfing at all this year. So I'm thinking maybe I'll, I'll swing the club a few times and then end up on a boat. That's what I'd like to do. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's like I said, it's going to be an exciting time of year as we turn that 4th of July. It's going to feel like the season will be here in no time, and um, we'll be getting things underway and all kinds of different announcements will be happening here really soon for sure so uh from all of us here at cyclones we wish you a happy fourth of july hope you're safe uh hope you enjoy some time with the family and uh as always thanks for being here with us inside the eye of the cyclone uh we've got another great interview coming for coming up for you right after this so stick around and zach uh thanks for taking a few minutes enjoy your weekend Oh, clones. Oh, clones. That is the director of business operations for the Cyclones, Zach Surway. Hey, hockey fans. Spring is here. Are you ready to head back outdoors? Fleet Farm has everything you need. Check out their large selection of lawnmowers and yard equipment. Find grills, smokers, and all the seasonings for your next cookout. Complete your deck with a new patio set, pots, and lighting. Plus, you can pick up grass seed, fertilizers, and yard tools. Spring is here, and Fleet Farm has what you need. Fleet Farm, proudly serving the Midwest since 1955. All right, and welcome back here inside the eye of the Cyclone. Joining me uh, again, as always, is head coach of the Cyclones, Colin Bailey. And uh, coach, I know your time has been consumed by a ton of NA3 lately. Um, Yeah, but I wanted to ask you right off the bat, uh, have you been keeping up watching the uh, NHL playoffs at all? And if you have... What do you make of this uh, Montreal run, and who do you got in the cup finals here? <laughs> I've been trying my best. Uh, sometimes try to detox a little bit from hockey, but been trying to catch up on it as much as I possibly can. I think uh, I think it was nuts that, you know, Montreal pulled through. I'm glad to see Caulfield, you know, representing Wisconsin pretty well there. But uh, I got I to gotta put my money on Tampa. I just don't think Montreal pulls through uh, beating Tampa. They're just too – they're too steady. Yeah, it's a, a heck of a story, heck of a run, but it's like – Tampa is such a buzzsaw and, you know, oh, other yeah. teams have given them, you know, such a run, uh, but Canadians have had to uh, have had to uh, give it their best effort all the way thus far, made it look easy against the Golden Knights, which, you know, cost right. me a pretty penny, but that's, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I digress on that one. Uh, we already talked about it with Zach, but anyway, uh, I, I'm kind of with you there. I think Montreal's great story. Love watching Caulfield, but it's probably going to be Tampa. I'm going to give them two games though. I'll say Tampa and six probably. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet. I, I think uh, Tampa, yeah, I just don't see Montreal pulling through beating Tampa. So that's a uh, that's a safe bet there, Jake. I like it. Yeah, one thing I'm looking forward to, though, is it should be a total goalie show. I mean, I think I took the under tonight, I'm expecting, especially after both teams having such a grueling series. I think, uh, you know, both tendies are going to step up and really be there for their team. So uh, I'm excited to watch it. But there you go. Uh, Colin and I both on, on Tampa to win the cup. Not that that's going out on any sort of limb here. Uh, but anyway, back to NA3, um, Bowman showcase, we talked about it for the past few episodes. It has happened and I heard it went pretty well, how you guys found a little bit of success. Um, how, I guess, uh, how many players you end up, uh, officially skating with over the weekend and, uh, kind of what was the uh, record and how things go overall there? 
Yeah, so we came in with a full uh, full roster for the Bowman Showcase. So it uh, it went fantastic. You know, we ended up unfortunately losing in the consolation game uh, to a very good Granite City Lumberjacks team. Um, but all in all, I thought it was an extremely successful, you know, showing for for our boys. Got them a chance to get to know each other a little bit more and get you know some eyes on them from some higher level programs, which is fantastic. Uh, you know, first game uh, lost unfortunately two to one to the team that eventually won the uh, championship of the, you know, the entire showcase. Uh, second game, we won four to one, had, you know, Max Toyla put in two goals. I believe he had a couple assists as well. Uh, had some, you know, boys were firing on all cylinders. There is a lot of fun. And then our last game on Sunday, we lost uh, two zero to uh, Granite City and they had an empty net and Zach Dozen absolutely, absolutely stood on his head. And um, boys, you know, we had generated a lot of, uh, a lot of opportunities, but, you know, much like the uh, Stanley Cup final, it's, it was just a goaltending battle and two very good goalies in, in net for that game. And it was a lot of fun. And that was a great measuring stick for us because, you know, Grand City has always had, uh, you know, annually a lot of a lot of success and is one of the you know top programs in all of tier three hockey. And, you know, that's really a program that we strive to, to model ourselves after and uh, to be able to compete with them in that manner. And, you know, only, you know, letting up one even strength goal was was very good and you know, something that we were really proud of coming out of that weekend. Yeah, it sounds like a, a, an awesome weekend overall, especially for the players. I mean, I remember back in high school when you do those off-season kind of summer one-off tournaments, and especially when you do well, it just gives you, you know, uh, even more excitement heading into the season and kind of a confidence exactly. that you already know you can do this. You've already, you know, beaten some pretty good teams over the summer. So uh, definitely got to be a great feeling for those guys. Right. No, it was very good for us to get a chance to, um, you know, get to meet each other a little bit and get some chemistry off the ice. You know, it was definitely a little bit of an adjustment period. Uh, first, first, I'd say half the game, the first game. And um, it was a, uh, you know, they, they definitely started clicking and definitely a couple that had uh, some automatic chemistry there. And it was fun to really see them uh, click more and more as the weekend progressed on. And it was, uh, you know, all in all, like I said, just a just a great weekend for our program. So you said you took a full roster to the showcase. Um, as far as the upcoming roster here this fall, uh, what has been finalized so far? Obviously still a ton up in the air. We got uh, you know, a decent chunk of offseason left, but uh, what kinds of things have been finalized regarding the roster this coming, uh, this coming fall? Yeah, so right now we're sitting at about – uh, 15 contracts delivered back into us. And, uh, you know, we do have a, our mainly our, you know, most of our core built right now. We do have quite a few other prospects that we've been going after. And, uh, we will be holding a main camp in, uh, August 20th through 22nd. And that will be located in Mason city, Iowa there. And we're partnering up with, uh, North Iowa, Sheridan and New Ulm. And we're all going to be holding our, uh, main camps there. So it's, that's going to be a fantastic event. And, um, we should be filling up a couple of those teams soon and, you know, making some final adjustments and additions to our roster there, uh, you know, a couple weeks before the season and um, getting a good showing, getting boys some opportunities as well to get some looks from, a, um, you know, North Iowa, North Iowa's North American League team, which is going into their first season after a relocation from Amarillo. So um, things are looking very good right now. I really like the kids that we're bringing in and um, it's going to be I'm very excited for this season. Well, there you go. Exciting stuff happening all around. Um, and coach, uh, that's all I got for you this, this week, this episode, I'm going to let you go. Cause I can tell your voice is still not even close to fully recovered. Uh, I know, uh, how, how'd that camp go for you? Just, just real quickly. You were working with uh, some of the young went, kids, right? Went, 
Yeah, I had the mites, so they uh, they got to <laughs> me. But they definitely got the best of me. But it's all right. I got the little guys now again this week, and we're uh, we're making do. So we'll see how I'm doing by Wednesday. Well, there you go, uh, Colin Bailey, making uh, impact on hockey players across all levels. So uh, thank you for all that you do, Coach, and the organization and otherwise to grow the game. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll let you go here, but we'll talk to you again in, in probably two weeks or so, and maybe we'll touch uh, uh, touch a little bit more on that main camp. But uh, otherwise, enjoy your 4th of July. Hope you uh, have a great time, and we'll talk to you in a bit. Great. Thanks, Jake. Have a good one. That is head coach of the Wausau Cyclones, Colin Bailey.